Previously on Chosen Ones, Brandy, Shui, Theo, and Aviath fight against the Jabber, weakening it to the point of revealing a pale tiefling underneath the black substance that covers it. Despite its attempts to run away, Brandy continues to try and attack it. After it escapes, Brandy's markings appear to light up, causing him immense pain. Libris finds the group, Brandy being particularly upset about what just occurred. Shui and Aviath discuss Brandy's actions, trying to assume the best in him despite the anger he showcased. Aviath checks in with Libris and tries to reassure her what happened wasn't her fault, while Theo in turn attempts to comfort Brandy back at the cabin. Theo expresses his desire to rid Brandy of the tattoos covering his body, but Brandy doesn't seem to want to. Our four sparks go to sleep for the evening, a strange voice echoing in Brandy's head as he drifts off, claiming this to only be Act 1. You all wake up the next morning after what's beginning to start to feel like something that's more of a weekly occurrence. A pretty horrible night. Uh, besides some interesting magic, obviously, the last part of that was not fun. Um, so you all are just waking up for the morning. Don't hear any knocks at your door to wake you up today. I'm fucking, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Theo gets up early in the mornings. Avias just waits in front of the door with his armor on, expecting someone to knock on the door. <laughs> what a fucking dog. Okay, at some point during the morning, you do see something get slipped under your front door. It slides under Avias' feet. Yeah, <laughs> it would slide under his feet. He doesn't notice. He just doesn't even see it. <laughs> and he's still standing there like... Sure, sure, you know what? Fuck it, roll a perception check. <laughs> okay. Also, I realized we got back at like 5 a.m. the night before, so... You did. I guess Theo <laughs> slept in. 17. 17. Okay, yeah, you notice it. Um, a little folded up piece of paper gets shoved under the door. He tries to bend down to grab it, but because the door's in front of him, his head hits the door. He's like, <laughs> oh! <laughs> and then he backs up a bit and picks it up. His head fucking breaks through the door. Holy, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good! Fuck. Everyone wakes up to the sound of like gong. <laughs> <laughs> I think realistically there would be a thump. Maybe he scraped the door a little bit. What's this? He proclaimed proclaims really loudly. Old Brandy's still asleep. What? What? <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> I'm fine. I just bumped my head a little bit. Nothing I can't handle. <laughs> a little bit. We look at the door and it's like scratched. <laughs> <laughs> Aviath's helmet is caved in. <laughs> and the top where his brain should be, he's like, I'm fine. <laughs> um, so Shui's like, hey, Yaya, what's that? Let's see. He opens it up. Um, it is kind of like a little noticed almost. Um, it says that there is now a curfew in place. Everyone has to be in their cabins by 10 p.m. every night. No one is allowed to leave the compound for training during the day unless a mentor is accompanying them and no one is ever allowed to leave the compound at night. 
Um, and there is a note that says, we believe that something may have infiltrated the compound. We are working on figuring it out. Warts have been placed above your doors. Please do not remove them. If you see anything, report it to a mentor immediately. Okay, Viath would just read that out loud, word for word. Well, I'm glad they put things into effect. She um, kind of like leans over the edge of the bed. Do you think that um, that Jabber will come back? <sighs> Most likely it's appeared multiple times. Hopefully not, but probably. Do you think there's more than one? Vyth ponders on that. Well, since it hasn't been seen for years, that would be an incredible coincidence. I doubt it. But, uh, a valid concern. Valid concern indeed. Guess we can't really tell right now. Not unless we see two. Well, it's possible Brandy scared it off last night, so we might not see it again. <sighs> and it definitely won't kill me! Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, well, hopefully it'll stay away. Though I can't help but wonder... What exactly it is we saw underneath all that, um, you know, all that, uh, gunk. Seemed like a civilian. Maybe they were being used as a host of some kind. They were trying to run away, so they definitely aren't, um, in agreement with that strange creature. That's worrying. If you want, you were in the middle of combat, so I didn't give you the option at the time. You can roll a history check now if you want to try and recall what that person looked like that was underneath. You know, sure. Sure. Avith is going to fail. You know, you never know. I might fail too. Oh, that's oh, 20. Whoa. Avith <laughs> is ready to remember. I ain't even going to try. I'm ready to remember. Give it to me, God. I made that person. <laughs> I will use all two of my brain cells. <laughs> I just starts going like, I'm like, what are you doing? Imagine if somebody could use a hundred percent of their brain. That's me right now. The dent in his helmet inflates back. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vyas, you remember, it was difficult to tell, especially because a little confusing to you. It appeared like it might have been a tiefling, but. You aren't entirely sure because when all that stuff was falling off of it, you also noted that its tail fell off, and all the tieflings you've ever seen have had tails, so that was a little confusing for you. Hmm. He's just kind of pondering, is like, it kind of looked like a tiefling, but I'm not sure. Didn't seem to have a tail, but... It also had what you could see, very pale skin, and the only other pale skin tiefling you have ever met is Brandy. Hmm. It seemed pale, kind of like Brandy, but that's unlikely. Theo furrows his brow. He has thoughts, but will he voice them? I have a vivid memory, but I just couldn't get a good look, really. I would note that you all saw, because of how not fun it was to watch, those four horns growing out of the top of its head. Should we switch his like, position to like sitting on the edge of his bed, getting ready to like kind of hop down? But um, before he does so, he's just like, I hope it doesn't show back up again. I don't really want it to get hurt anymore. Yeah. You needn't worry anything about a thing, Chewie. If it shows up again, I will slay it with my own hands. I don't. 
I don't know that that is the right path at this point. Oh, there was someone inside, that's a good point. Yeah, so... Well, I'll take care of it somehow if it shows up again. I appreciate that you want to help Vyeth, but we don't really know what is going on with it. We can, of course, defend ourselves if it attacks, but I'd rather not do any unnecessary uh, violent things. Hmm, well, I guess we'll just have to figure out um, how to help it then. Yeah, uh, I might look something up in the library today. Sounds like a good idea. He nods. Should we hop out of bed now? Looks over at Brandy, who is still, uh, who appears to be sleeping still. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, he just kind of looks at Brandy uh, for a little bit, kind of like he did last night. I will say that I don't think I got this in the recording uh, last time, but he did put the pearl under his pillow and he's got it like in his pocket now. But yeah, so uh, he was looking at Brandy for a while, but then turns to Avayat and is just like, We have independent study today, right? Can you help me train, Yaya? Oh, of course. I'd be happy to. We can do a couple sparring matches. He smiles and he grabs his sword. And he's like, yeah. And then runs uh, or trots over to Avayat. Do the mentors normally come even on these days or is it only on like specific mentor training days? Um, you've had a couple days off, I would say, while you've been here, and on your days off, they don't seem to bother you. It's kind of just expected that, like, you go off, you take the time you need to recoup after training, you are encouraged to do your own individual studies based on what you find yourself to be lacking in. Okay, so I guess there's no reason for Avaya to wait expectantly in front of the door, so he'll just open the door and go off as he does. And he'll look around for a mentor, still expecting, like, will someone get a knock on the door? But probably not. <laughs> but did he do that every day off that they've had? I have to know. <laughs> I guess so. He'd wait in front of the door for a little bit, then open it, and then just be like, oh, I guess it's the day off. <laughs> like, he doesn't keep track of what's a day off and what's not, so he just waits in front of the door. There's never a day off when you're the chosen one. The grind's 100% <laughs> of the time! We always grinding out here! If you are specifically looking for a mentor, you can, but there aren't any that appear to be just out near the cabins right now. Yeah, he's expecting one to be, like, approaching them to knock on the door, but he wouldn't see anything where he's looking. He wouldn't observe carefully, so he'll just take Shui to wherever. If Wind's training place is still within, like, the training grounds... It is not. Winds is specifically outside of the walls. So that's why in the instructions it said if you wanted to leave, you would have to get a mentor to take you there. I guess they're just training out in the open. There is like some areas that you can train besides that. The pond has a pretty decent clearing. Um, Also around the walls, there's a pretty good space between some of the buildings and a few areas. Uh, But if you wanted to specifically train in the field, where you'd have less likely risk of destroying something you would have to get a mentor. Nah, Havaiath is reckless. He just (laughs) goes to the nearest open place. Okay, Uh, we can say near one of the um, walls. Like where you gave Libris the flyer yesterday works. Mm, Okay. So yeah, Shui follows um, Havaiath pretty excitedly, I would say, because I don't don't think they've 
really trained together like this. Not really a sparring match. They did do exercise together, but that's it. Yes, yes, yes. At this point, I don't think Shuvi's expecting much, but he'd like to just kind of go through some, you know, like drills or whatever. Okay. Uh, we don't have to do an actual, like, combat. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it wasn't like, yeah, I didn't want, like, combat. But if you guys want to roll any, um, just general skill checks to see how you do against each other. He's more so looking to learn from Avaya. Okay. Instead of, rather than compete. So why don't we do for that then, Aviath, why don't you roll a, you're teaching, so I want you to roll an intelligence check. <laughs> oh boy. And you're trying to retain, so I want you to roll a wisdom check, Shui. Not a save, a check. <laughs> so Aviath's teaching would be more of an endurance test. I think he knows he's not a strategist. <laughs> But let's see, an eight. Yeah, the strategy aspect is not there. Okay. It's more so about how you are able to convey your ideas is why I did intelligence. You can be really good at something, but be horrible at teaching it. Mm, Makes sense, yes. Seven. (laughs) (laughs) So an eight and a seven. I'll say um, with that, Aviath, you do a lot of really cool moves and stunts, um, but you don't really take the time to explain what you're doing. So when you're showing Shuey all of these moves and ideas and things that you're trying to like pull off, Shuey's having a really hard time following it. You're just like, watch me do this. And then you do like four different combination attacks in a row and Shuey's <laughs> eyes are like crossed trying to follow them. <laughs> and that goes on for about a, like a couple hours. I like to imagine that his explanations are similar to the way Shuey talks. He's just like, you just go, swing, and the sword goes, whoosh. It's like, <laughs> you would think Shuey would understand that. <laughs> Avaya teaches in Celestial for some reason. <laughs> so I assume like after a couple hours or so, they uh, take a break. So Shuey's just kind of sitting on the ground, and he's uh, kind of trying to catch his breath. And he's just like, oh, Avaya, they're so, they're so strong. I work out every day, almost non-stop. <laughs> I do too, but... And he kind of <laughs> looks at Avaya's physique, and um, <laughs> he's just like, I have a long way to go. I'm going to catch up to you. Perhaps, but it also helps that I've been an adventurer for a long time. The best way to get stronger is through experience, after all. And you've, I believe you've just started, right? He uh, nods his head, gives him a little smile. And he's like, uh, yeah, I've, I've always liked adventures, but I've never, it was really hard for me to leave my village uh, by myself. My master Da, she, she just wanted to protect me. Hmm. I see. Well, my life was pretty different from that, but what I can say for sure is that now that you started adventuring, you'll start to get experience and get stronger in no time. I think your growth will be rapid. You're doing pretty good so far, after all. You've already learned how to, uh, talk to your sword. He looks at Beast Blade. It looks back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> An eye opens on the sheet. <laughs> yeah, he says. And he's like, Hey, what do you think of Aviath? He's cool, right? Big. What? Uh, <laughs> oh, you're asking the song. Shui, Shui laughs, and <laughs> he's just like, 
<laughs> My sword says you're big. Well, they're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I hope... I hope Brandy feels better today. I hope so too. Yesterday seemed difficult on him. I also worry about Essence. It seems every training Essence is quite the mental breakdown, unfortunately. At the mention of Essence, she's just like, um... She, uh, Essence kind of scares me. Same here. He's surprised at that. <laughs> I'm worried about her. If she is the Chosen One, I hope she lives up to what people hope the Chosen One will be. But I think... I think she she's quite strong. She just needs moral guidance or some kind of guidance, I think. I don't think she's an inherently bad person by any means. He kind of thinks for a bit and he's like, do you think she'll come to my performance? I think she will. I think the good inside of her will prevail and she'll, you know, help to put a smile on everyone's faces. She'll come around. He smiles at that and pounces back up. Okay, break time's over. All right, let's get back to trading. All right, we will switch over to Theo and Brandy if they wanted to do anything. I did. I wanted Theo to relax for a bit up in his bunk, and then he'll, like, basically he's just thinking on what he wants to research that day. And then he'll climb down the ladder and uh, sort of look at Brandy's sleeping form for a while, probably. I imagine he his back is still to the rest of the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I figured. So Theo's like, oh, sad times. So he'll sort of um, tentatively kind of sit on the edge of the bed like he had the night before and sort of um, tap Brandy's shoulder and see if he's awake. He jumps a little. Uh, sorry, I, I just... Uh, was wondering how you were doing? Uh, I'm fine. It's a long night, that's all. Yeah, and your injuries? They're all healed up, I told you. I got thick skin, bud. <laughs> and your, um, tattoos? Do they still burn? No, they're fine. They stop burning pretty quick. Oh, good. Well, uh, I was just going to go to the library today. Mm. Uh, I didn't know if you had anything you were doing. Uh, uh I guess not. Nothing, uh, nothing in mind, at least. Hmm. Uh, well, would you like to come along? I can show you the book that I found. Uh, yeah, sure, why not? I can come with you if you want. Theo has a relieved smile, uh, and he'll be like, Right, well then, uh, I'll just get ready and... Well, we don't have to go right now, but... And before too long. Right, just let me know when you want to go. I ain't got, a Sure ain't got anything else going on, so... Right. Uh, and then Theo will get ready, and then eventually we'll poke at Brandy to get going. He will also... Get ready, very slowly. You, it was very out of it, clearly. You sure you're okay? I mean, I know I invited you to go, but you can rest if you want. No, I'm fine. I'm, I'm good to go. I need to get up anyway. I can't waste the whole day uh, just sleeping. 
<laughs> well, it being a day off, I mean, if that's what you wanted to do. Yeah, well, we shouldn't. Let's go to the library. You walk in, and you see Erm immediately scurry and hide behind one of the shelves as you come in. <laughs> Theo's probably used to this by now, right? Because he's been yeah. here enough. Yeah. If you visit the library a couple times, he is constantly moving around the shelves and all that. You see his shadows sometimes seem to also be reorganizing things. Okay, so Theo just kind of... Even if... Uh... Erm isn't really looking. Theo, like, gives an awkward wave, um, and just kind of goes to, I guess, I, he'll probably give an awkward smile to Brandy as well, like, yeah, this is normal. <laughs> and he will look for a book. You hear, like, a little, oh, he waved, we should wave back. Ow, oh, don't hit me, stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> Alright. Theo gives, like, a... Like a little smile of humor, but also still awkward. And he'll go to the books that he wanted to. And he also, while he while they were walking to the library, Theo realized as they were going, he was like, oh, wait a minute. I was going to look some stuff up that he didn't want me to look up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he, he's going to first look up. Because he's been kind of sleeping on that orange moon. Uh, he meant to look it up a long time ago. But he didn't. So he's gonna do that now, because he's like, well, now I have to have some sort of excuse for going to the library and not just sitting around here. He's gonna look at the orange, up anything on celestial stuff and the orange moon. Okay, um, it depends on what you are looking up. Are you look, what kind of check do you want to do for this? You'll get different results depending on what you use. You could do a history check to just see if there's any general historical significance to that in terms of cultural significance. You could do a religious check to see if that is in any sort of religious books in the area. You could do a general intelligence check if you're just looking up general symbolism. Just because of outside knowledge, I'm like, he should look up religion, but he's more of the history, so he'll look up history, even though it's the same mod. 15. Okay, so with a 15, you would know that based on some of your studies and things, it would make sense to you why in this region it, there wasn't any sort of acknowledgement of it, and it would also make sense that you don't have any sort of acknowledgement of the moon that you could recall instantly. Um, while you're doing this research, there is like a cultural significance to the moon in regions in Winaria specifically. They call it the Freed Moon. There's usually very big festivals surrounding it, and it's kind of noted as something that is significant in the way of letting yourself kind of do whatever you want for a day is kind of the way that they celebrate it. Not in terms of, like, the fucking purge style, but, you know. <laughs> I know what you mean. For like, this day, all crime is legal. No, but, like, being indulgent to enjoy yourself. Yeah, it's it's a it's a highly celebrated holiday. There aren't a lot of holidays in Winaria like this um, that are more focused on kind of essentially self-care. So it's, it is the biggest holiday in that region. Right. Okay, Winaria is the... Is that where... Uh, who's from there? Because <laughs> we're in Dendara, right? You are. You're in Dendara. So... So Winaria's colors, because uh, most of the regions tend to be kind of color-coded, they fall mostly into having a strong association with 
Uh, these colors, a lot of people wear two to three of these, at least, depending on where you are. So for Winaria, the colors are black, gold, purple, and gray. So looking at people surrounding you, it seems like... Uh, wait, don't answer that. Theo... Doesn't care? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Theo doesn't believe in the color coding. Okay, yeah. So there are strong associations with those colors and um, that region. But if Theo doesn't care, he does not have to make those connections. Yeah, uh, well, he technically he could, but I want him to ignore it. I want him to elect to ignore it. He could be like, you know, maybe they're just wearing that color because they like that color. Just like how I'm wearing red, even though I'm not from Seoul. <laughs> so he, he acknowledges it, but he is electing to not assume that they are actually from there. Just interesting holiday though, and that has to do with the orange moon? Yeah, it's called the freed moon. Okay. Hmm. It happens once a year in the fall. Well, dang. Okay, well, oh man, I already forgot to do the thing. That probably doesn't affect things. I, I was just looking at Theo's stuff and I forgot he, again, that he had a certain feature that uh, says he has knowledge of astrology and meteorology. I'll say with that, I can give you um, symbolism, if that helps you, just from your feature. Yeah. Uh, so, like, symbolically, the freed moon, the orange moon, is, uh, it usually symbolizes memory, remembering, especially uh, memories in general, but specifically, like, recollection. And also, besides just that, again, symbolizes freedom in general. Well, Theo is very happy with what he has learned today. Very pleased. He's a little bummed that he missed this little little, little party day. Didn't seem like anyone was acknowledging it, as far as you could tell. Okay, so from the books, uh, would you say that it would tell him if it still is celebrated at all, or... Um, it does seem like it is still celebrated, but it is isolated to Winaria. <sighs> so there wasn't, there would not be any celebrations outside of Winaria. It does appear to have some religious ties to the goddess Winona, but it has exceeded that, if that makes sense. People who don't worship her also participate in this, and also it has extended to the point where it's kind of almost like an afterthought that she's connected to it. Uh-huh. Which is why outside of the region, there aren't any celebrations for it, even if people may worship her. Well, again, Theo is happy with this. He sort of glosses over the, uh... What was her name? Win- Winona, did you say? Winona, yes. Winona the Moon Spirit. Also called the Rabbit in the Moon. Okay. Theo kind of glosses over that because um, he just met a guy. He doesn't want to look at any of that for a while. Uh, <laughs> he's like, God, giving me anxiety. <laughs> like, literally, he feels like if he reads it, then they'll be watching him. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he'll he'll just gloss over that part. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he'll sort of put the book away. Uh, where's Brandy been? Uh, he's probably just been sitting around. Not really looking at anything, just kind of staring down at the floor, essentially. Okay. Theo had offered the book that he found to for Brandy at the like before they came here, but then now he sees him and he's like, um, um, uh. he's already down. <laughs> 
let me not remind him. Uh, <laughs> so actually, uh, Cassie. Yeah. Ah, uh, damn. I feel like I already did this check where I was like, are there any like poetry books up in here? Uh, but I think I already did that check like a long time ago. I can say you can just find general poetry books. That's not like research. That's not something you have to super search for. Woo. Okay. He gets some and he brings them to Brandy. This guy. Yeah. He he'll he'll bring them to Randy and he's like, ah, uh, I know you were um finishing up those other uh poetry books you had and well you you can't really check these books out of here, but while we're here, um and he'll lay them out in front of Brandy. Oh uh thanks, bud. Uh Theo smiles. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll give him a look over. Yeah, uh, just uh, I'll be around still. Um, and also if you wanted to talk at all, he gives a nod. Kind of still seems like not there right now. Like nods. Theo looks very pained. <laughs> He's trying so hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he he pats Brandy on the shoulder. Um, and he's like, really? You don't have to feel like I, I'm just saying it or something. No, you're fine. I'm, I'm okay. I'm just, I'm having trouble waking up, that's all. Theo does like a, I think we explained it last session where it's like tight, flat-lipped <laughs> look. Mm. <laughs> so like not a smile or a frown, but yeah. Theo's lips disappear. You know, kind of. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, he he just kind of makes a face and kind of nods, and he's like, "Well, uh, yeah, um, I'll be around." And he'll sort of like slowly, uh, he'll like walk backwards a few paces, just kind of checking on him, and then he'll turn to look at what he actually came here for because Brandy's clearly not paying attention. <laughs> so. <laughs> So he's going to look up the, um, let me look up what the name of it was. Okay. I actually did know the name. Okay. So the, he wants to look up the pale sickness. Oh, right. Okay. So for anyone who doesn't remember, Theo did a history check episode one on Brandy and learned something and Sheena remembered to look that up again now. So yeah, you can go ahead and roll a history check. Okay, do I, uh, just regular intelligence or what? That would be investigation for this check. Okay. Good. (laughs) 17. 17? Okay, let me look at the blurb so I don't just give you exactly that. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, just for a recap of what you know before I go into other things that you've learned... The pale sickness is something that was kind of skimmed over in your uh, schooling. It was something that your teachers did not seem very comfortable talking about. Um, A long time ago in the past, uh, at least in terms of how far the history of this world has gone, there was something called the pale sickness, which was an epidemic tied to pale tieflings that started to act irrationally and without reason. Um, And it was dubbed the Pale Sickness because of this. There were a lot of um, fears that the sickness would spread to others outside of the Pale Tieflings. And there was an initial Tiefling that was thought to have been the one to cause it, called the Plaguebringer. It lasted for about 10 years, 
tieflings of all kinds were targeted because of this. There was worried that it could be it could be spread between all tieflings, and there was also worry that it might be able to spread between the general population if it wasn't kept under check. And uh, because of this, pale tieflings kind of went extinct. There is not any known knowledge if at the time that this came out doctors and clerics and that sort of thing how good their knowledge was on it um, but they were said to have acted extremely irrationally to the point where they did not think that any of them could possibly have been in their right minds essentially they were they were attacking specifically pretty large areas did not seem to have any remorse Theo has a grim look on his face and slowly closes the book and he'll put that away, uh, and he will remember that. And he's kind of uh, thinking some things like maybe it's, that sickness is not over, and maybe uh, has something to do with the um, the jabbers, but not, you know. He's just thinking it for now, just because of what um, Aviath said earlier. Because of what? Sorry. Because of what Aviath said earlier, where the person underneath was a pale tiefling underneath the jabber goop. Mm -hmm. So, okay, give me a time frame. Uh, because we looked it up with Estel when the jabbers, uh, the jabber story in general started appearing, and when the pale sickness was. It is very old. It is old as recorded history. So, in the first... I would say 50 or so years of was when the first recorded history started to be written down. And what year is it now? 342. Okay. And the pale sickness was like year 100 something? Year 122 to 132. All right. So not as much of a connection anymore, but still viable, I think, <laughs> or at least Theo thinks. Uh, there's something could be could have evolved, you know. It's been 200 years. He'll just take note of that, put that away, and I think I think that's probably it because he already looked up the tattoo stuff, and there wasn't really anything further than what he found. So he ponders looking that up again, but then he just kind of returns to Brandy. He's been flipping through the books. Uh, find any passage you like? Uh, there's, a, there's a few good things in here, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Maybe we can look through them together. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind. Theo smiles in tired relief, and he'll take a seat next to Brandy, and then they'll do that, because that was all the researching he planned to do. Um, so moving on from that scene, the rest of the week that you guys have to train, just give me a general idea of what you're doing. I know Shui has his concert planned, but besides that, what are you guys doing for the next, like, four days? Hmm. <laughs> the, um, probably... Hmm, is there, like, a target practice place? Um, that would probably also be where the training grounds are, outside. But you can ask someone to come with you. You can ask a mentor to take you there. I mean, you know what? He likes Wynn. He wants to be friends with Wynn, sure. He'll, he'll, he'll do the thing. He'll ask Wynn, and then he'll do target practice. Uh, Wynn would have been very excited. 
very, very uh-huh. excited to take you. Um, and because Wynn is the one with you, you can roll advantage if you want to see how well you trained. Oh, shit. Uh, you can choose athletics or acrobatics. Or no, you're doing target practice. Do dex. That makes more sense. 11. Oh, wait. I had a 12. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Wynn is very, very excited to the point that he's kind of distracting, actually, during your practice. He'll tell you to aim at something and then, like, change his mind halfway through giving instructions or pointers. Uh, so it kind of, like, will confuse you about where you're supposed to aim and you end up missing um, about you know, a third of the targets, but you still do, you know, you do decent. It's not great, but there's also just a lot on your mind right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, since it's Wynn, they can laugh about it. Theo's awkwardly laughing, but, you know, that's Theo. Wynn's also probably awkwardly laughing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Also, Theo would probably be checking in on Brandy regularly because of his, um, uh, low attitude, uh, but yeah, other than that, yeah, that's about what Theo does for the week. Viath would be training, reading his Bible like the nerd he is, going to the church a lot, and practicing whatever whatever he can for Shui's thingamajig. Yay. I was going to say, uh, Shui was also doing you know, just standard, um, kind of what he normally does, like training his uh, acrobatics as well as his like athletic abilities. You know, working with the Viath for the performance that they're going to put on. Shui's got the music part covered, I will say. But there's going to be like a, I don't want to say dance, but like quote unquote dance. They're just, uh, it's kind of like a mock battle, but like performing, you know what I mean? Like performing it. Yeah. Uh, so he was probably working with the Viath like to figure out um, kind of like a chore- choreography for it. Of the things that you are practicing, what is the most pressing to you right now, Shui? Is it your acrobatics training or is it you prepping for this performance? The most pressing thing for him will probably be his uh, acrobatics training. Okay, then you can roll um, Dex to see how well you do for that. Okay, that's pretty good. It's an 18. 18? Okay, yeah, you do pretty well over the course of the week practicing your your acrobatics. You do some cool flips and stuff every now and again. You know, someone will pass by, like, draw Garwin and be like, nice! Um, yeah. <laughs> that was like a combo of both their voices. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> they fucking fused. Um, but yeah, uh, you, you keep up with your training pretty well while you're also balancing this performance aspect. Aviath, are you focusing more on helping Shui or focusing on your training? Um, more than helping Shui, I think. Okay, then you can roll a charisma check. Twelve. You are doing your best to help Shui prepare. I don't think you know any instruments, do you? No, he doesn't. That makes sense then. I feel like that you are just kind of um, skimming above average, trying to help Shui practice his like musical talents. <laughs> um, yeah. But you're you're doing your best. You're giving it a good shot. Uh, Brandy, what are you doing over the course of this week? Um. Lots of alone time. Uh, lots of not being around people right now. I would like an interaction with Brandy at some point. Okay. At some point. Like, to just bump into each other. Because, like, usually I assume, like, when she was gone back in, Brandy's probably been in bed back to them. Uh, and she wouldn't, like, you know, disturb his peace. Uh... <laughs> But, like, if he saw Brandy, like, um, like out and about, kind of, he would uh, engage. I'm just saying. Okay, before that, though, um, since, Brandy, you seem to be focusing more on, I'm going to say self-reflection for the sake of this. Um, <laughs> you can roll a wisdom check. Wisdom check for me. 
Okay, sure. Ten. You don't really come to any new revelations or anything. No, right? I'm just <laughs> fucking bummed out. There was, I wasn't trying to come to... I wasn't trying to train. I was being bummed. <laughs> I was. I know you weren't trying to train. These checks matter for something later on, so I had to have you roll something. No choy. Um, Shui, you can go ahead. And uh, over the course of this week, while you are doing your acrobatics training, um, I'll just say Brandy is off leaning against one of the walls and you literally just do a flip like almost on top of him <laughs> not paying okay. attention to where you're going just doing some backflips. oh that's another question though how tall are the walls pretty tall um they're about 20 feet hmm. that's pretty tall yeah <laughs> hmm. but as that happens uh she's like oh but Br- brandy sorry i didn't see you you're fine don't worry about it um she kind of recovers and like he stands there kind of awkwardly for a bit because you know ever since that night it's been weird being around brandy (laughs) and he doesn't like that feeling (laughs) that weird feeling he kind of like rubs his arm a bit and he's just like uh Brandy, can I, uh, can I, can I talk to you? Yeah, what's up? Kind of bites his lip a little bit, and he's just like, I, and then he kind of steals himself and straightens, like, his posture, and he's like, I don't think what you did was right. Attacking someone who was running away, that really sucks, and... What you said to Master Libris that night, I can't agree with the way you spoke to her. And he kind of looks at him in the eyes and he's like, But you're still my friend, Brandy, so I'm going to believe in you. Your fortune said that you'd have a good future. And I think both Yaga and I agree. I feel like lately you've been distant and I don't like that. His gaze kind of like slides to the ground. You're you're not a bad guy, Brandy. <laughs> oh, Shuey. Snaps his neck. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up. You fool. Killed him. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt the momentum. <laughs> Um, no, that's cool. Um, no, he he laughs actually, like does laugh, just kind of like shakes his head and he's like, uh, "I hate to break it to you, but I ain't a good person, Chewy." But no, I agree. What I did was wrong, and I've been trying to reflect on that a bit. I lost my temper, and it ain't something I like to do very often. No, I agree. I was uh not in the right mind. She is defiant (laughs) Uh, right now and he kind of huffs like blows off some steam no brandy you're a good person no one else and then he pauses at that and kind of shakes his head you're always looking out for me and theo and even if you're not a good person now you can become one i sure hope so so moving on from that point Uh, You guys all continue your own individual sorts of training throughout the week. 
we'll say that scene took place um, the day before Shui was planning to do his concert. Uh, that was just on the tail end of the fourth day, meaning the next day would be the fifth. So you all go back to your cabin for the evening, get all settled down and ready for sleep, and get up the next morning for your final day before your assessment with Arthur. This world is not our own. It may look the same for the most part, but things are different here. Myth is history, not legend. Welcome to a Rendezvous with Destiny, a Sky on Actual Play podcast. Forever, I am your GM, Luce, and with me today I have... Hi, I'm Graham. I play Elspeth Lockwood, the Guardian of Baldur. Elspeth has realised that she is in a divine library, and she's definitely going to at least at least make a hold, if not take out some books. Um, my name is Elspeth Lockwood, and I have borrowed your copy of... Uh, does it have an ISBN number? I assume it does not. Uh, hi, I'm Will. I play Cleo Brewer, who is a chosen of Bast. I, I like, like, sorry, sorry. Is is there anyone who 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 is looks like they are available but wants to fight? You just wipe this guy out completely. You, as soon as you clasp hands, you slam his hand into the table. If there's anyone watching this, I want to just do like you know the predator handshake with them. Hi, I'm Am, and I play Flora Watson, daughter of Sun Wukong, the Monkey King. I have a backup plan if we can figure out what the trap does. I feel like Flora's plan is just like to throw something down the corridor and see what happens. I was actually gonna just run through it really fast and activate it. I'm very fast. I'll be fine. All you can see is his. He is face down on the desk. And just sort of making a low groaning noise. You alright there, Mr. Hades? No. They have jumped upon Ra's barge and headed through an archway into the underworld. Oh, I haven't properly introduced myself, have I? I'm Loki. Nice to meet you. A Rendezvous with Destiny is available on Spotify, Acast, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you find your podcasts. Come follow us on Twitter and Instagram at rwd underscore pod. Thank you to our high-tier patrons, Mr. Bakudan and Vessel, for your support. And please check out our show notes to check out today's ad spot, A Rendezvous with Destiny. Bye for now, fellow sparks.